There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Shop Amazon for last-minute gifts. Great deals for everyone on your list. Gifts for mom and gifts for dad. Even for your sister and your brother, Chad. Ah, shoot, we didn't realize we were supposed to get a gift for our dog walker guy. We almost forgot about our dentist, Dr. Kerr. We didn't expect to get a gift from her. Or our cousin, I forget his name. He got us something nice, better reciprocate. The last-minute deals on gifts for people you forgot. Get fast and free shipping at Amazon. I feel like it holds me back at times and I want to be the person that says, oh, it doesn't matter. And, you know, you, you love yourself. Oh, shit, I've just oh. twatted the mic there. <laughs> Get out my pub. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Coming up this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast. Danny's letting loose and getting a few things off their chest. And we remember a truly, truly iconic reality TV star. Who is she? The Gossip Gaze. Right, I'm sorry, I've had to put... I'm covered in pseudocrem. Mm-hmm. What a week. Covered in pseudocrem, blisters on my feet, been back in drag on a project... How was it? Babe, I can't wait to share it with the world. Is that it? Is yes, that's it. I can't say no more. <laughs> right. Very exciting things for me this week. In, in the grand scheme of things, it's nothing major. But for me, it's big. All right. Do so you know what I mean? Like, it's for personal reasons, it's it's a good thing. Personal reasons? Okay. Well, yeah, just like working in the places I've worked, doing what I've done, filming what I've filmed is is, is a little tick off my little thing. And I'm like... I'm really pleased and proud of myself. Like, a couple of months ago, I was... I mean, eating habits were out of control Woo! due to... Yes. Well, due to being depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, other habits out of control due to being depressed. Not having no money. And then, you know, w- the last couple of months, the last couple of weeks even, it's just things feel like they're changing. I know we've said before, we're turning a Gover Garner. But, you know... I'm in a music video for Jodie Harsh with all my flab out and it's fucking number one and look a mess. Right. <laughs> yes, I'm, that. I'm, I'm that. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just recorded the Amazon advert a couple of months ago, which is live now. Have you have you managed to see I've not I've seen not it yet. I've not seen it yet, but it was two and a half stone ago. So what is it I, out I need to live? stop obsessing about my weight, but... Yeah, is it out live now? I've not seen it anywhere. Yeah. It's all across socials. So it's on Instagram, Facebook. Can't they send you it so we can look now oh, or today yeah, no, or something? I'll ask my agent, can they send me the edit? Yeah, um, it would be great. I do want to see it. But it's out there. 
<laughs> it's out there. I'm I'm out of drag. I'm I'm playing a uh, interior designer in an Amazon advert. That's like almost you playing yourself if you weren't a drag queen. Because that would be probably could be one of your jobs if you weren't a drag queen. Would you not say an interior designer? Oh, I would. Lo- I still I, I think there's still time in my future career to come up with my own wallpaper. Well, <laughs> speaking of, to. I'm obsessed with interior design now. I've been watching that show. Interior Design Masters. With which, Alan. Which I know you're obsessed with, and I'm just... I just want to buy a house now and just do it up. You do? Yeah, definitely. I can't wait. I know you want a pink sofa. I want a pink sofa. I've already seen it on Sophology. <laughs> it? Um, it's not, I think it's nice to create a nice home. I always do pride myself on my home. Yeah. Whenever people come, they're like, oh my God, and they, they, you know, they speak nicely of the house. I like to create a nice environment. I like my guests to be comfy. And I like to live in a comfy place. I'm away all the time. I mean, I've been at home for 12 months, but, you know, most Usually. of the time mm-hmm. I'm away. And when I come home, I want it to be a chilled zen. zen space. That's why I've got my little garden. I like little zones in the house that you can sit in. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, I, I do. It has become a bit of a passion over the lockdown. I think that's something to take away from lockdown. Good, yeah. Because I got more into interior design. I the work, home, the vibes. I, yeah, I mean, I get sent a lot of stuff from this company on Instagram, which I highly recommend, not just because they've sent me stuff, but I do, <laughs> I do like them anyway. Has to say it. No, no. Well, I know, I know. I like them. I yeah, mean, I they like me and they just send me things, which is very kind of them. They're called House of Bow. I've shared them a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's she's been really kind to me and been like, do you know what? You, when you posted that thing, I sold so many of these. Thank you. So, it, you know, it's it's nice to be nice. Cool. They're yeah. nice to me. I'm nice to them. We all help <laughs> each other out. And their interiors are gorge. Um, but I'm feeling super positive. I know I started the, the show off this week. <laughs> like, oh, my weight this, my weight that. It's always just people who listen regularly know I'm upset, then I'm proud, and I'm confident, and then I'm upset. Yeah. You, you're never at, you're never just at a stage where everything's the same mm-hmm. when you've got a relationship with your body. And I know it's something we're going to speak about later in the show, but it's it's hard to be positive and it's hard to be in love with yourself when you're not in love with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be the person that says, Love your body, love yourself. It doesn't matter what you look like. But then I'm also the person that's constantly yo-yo with me weight my whole life and I'd had a bad relationship with with my own self. So yeah. I'm only being honest, putting it out there. And I don't want other people to think they have to be the same. But I do find when I am in a healthier zone, I'm working out, you know, I've managed to get back to the gym this week, which was fantastic. Obviously, yes. after filming and isolating and all of that. It just, it does make you feel good. And seeing the, seeing the results in the mirror does make you feel good. But then I question, why do I have to lose the weight to feel good? I wish I could have, but then I'm less, I'm not out of breath when I'm performing. I, I can move more. Yeah. I find when I put the weight on, I just bloody pull a stool up in the middle of the stage and sit there and sing me songs <laughs> and tell me jokes. And I think right. it is a completely different act Yeah. to when I am that couple of stone lighter. I've done two and a half stone now. Woo, that's I good. I would like to do... Another two stone. I put three stone on each lockdown. Yeah. I gained another fucking stone. Right. <laughs> I gained an every, every every lockdown. I gained a stone and lost a marble. Right. I got more and more crazy and more and more big. I mean, that isn't even English, more and more big, but I did. Yeah. And it, I'm doing it for work. I'm throwing myself back into work. I've had some really exciting meetings this week. Um, there's a lot of announcements for a lot of Pride events. I'm just... 
do you know what I think it is, actually? I've just, just thought, thinking out loud here. Go on. I throw myself that much into my work. This is why I get so upset when we spoke about it on here before, when one person's like... Right, yeah. Because I have no attack, disattachment from work. My work and my life is all one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very much a therapy for me. I, I'm just excited to not be doing this COVID 119 line job anymore. It's, yeah. To be honest with you, I, I've this is the first time in my whole adult life that I've had a job that's literally eight pounds an hour. Um, I've seen a completely different side of life. The yeah. way I've been treated this last couple of weeks is awful. Mm-hmm. I was requesting holidays. I mean, this is really boring. Everyone's going to be listening like, fucking welcome <laughs> to the real world, bitch. Everyone's going to be at home laughing like, <laughs> who's that one from The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's that? Uh, the bully, I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. Nelson. Like, yeah, something like that. Anyway, everyone's going to be Nelson and me, but I've been requesting a holiday for for three weeks. I was emailing. I've got about five or six emails there I've counted that I've been emailing saying, can I, can I book this for holiday? They came back and was like, if you want to take it as unpaid, leave we can authorize that today if not you're gonna have to wait till the week yeah for the holiday which i didn't understand and then now i've been basically ghosted by everyone for the week i've been off and it's <laughs> gone down as an awol as if i've just not turned up i, I don't know where i stand i right. have no rights i'm technically an agency worker i'm being paid eight pound an hour and being trekked like shit i'm doing things outside of my job role like i've been coaching other people they've asked me would, would i be considered being a team leader yeah i've been helping coach other people on my team i've taken the meetings for my team leader when she's been in further training like i go above and beyond i know it sounds really nerdy but i hit all the targets and smash them that we get set and i and i do the job properly and then when you've earned enough hours to be off on holiday, they duck and dive and don't want to pay you the holiday. I think it's opened me where opened my eyes to a whole new side of the world that is fucking disgusting. Like oh, the way yeah. we treat, the way pe- big companies treat these agency staff and low paid kind of, you know, low skilled jobs. This this job that I'm doing now, they didn't, half the people were like, oh, I didn't even give a CV. Oh, right. You really? know what I mean? Like right, it's, yeah. And they know that, well, fuck them. We can, right. we can fuck fuck them over. Uh, they've got no rights. There's another thousand people there waiting to, for the job. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of feel really helpless. It's the first time in my life I've felt like this, and it's it's very it's it it. I'm glad everything's going well in the drag side of things because that's keeping me mental health and me positivity, and you know there's things to look forward to. But if I was this was my life and this was this was it. Yeah. You know, there's people who 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 are on my team that have children and I have to do all this and more and I just I know I've said it loads but I just take my hat off to how people manage like this like I could get I could actually cry (laughs) yeah because it's not right we shouldn't live in 2021 and there's mums on eight pounds an hour not getting holiday pay like the 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 bigger picture is I will be all right yes I'm scrimping and saving at the minute and things are looking up and I have great opportunities, like I've done the Amazon advert, like I've just done this job, this filming job that was great. And, you know, not everyone has them things. So to see other people in my team suffering, it, it's shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it is genuinely shit. And now more than ever, I feel like when I get back to work, I, I've always known when people come and see a drag show or any drag show, not just mine, you know, it's an escape for the audience and it's escape for me. But now I kind of really, tr- truly understand how it can be more of an escape for the audience having actually sat in 
the position of 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 the people on the other side of the stage. Is that yeah. really? Do I sound delusional? I feel like you've just got loads of shit all off your chest. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm just taking it all in. Sorry, do I sound? <laughs> but I don't want to sound delusional. Like, who the fuck do you think he is? Like, I don't think you but, sound delusional. No, I've been, I've been lucky. Like, I, I've always had a job since I was a kid. You know, I first worked in a hairdresser's sweeping up hair then I moved next door to the florist and I, I faffed about with stuff there and then I've worked on bars and I went to uni and I've been really lucky that I kind of started my drag career before every twink and their best friend wanted to be a drag queen yeah you know and I really I didn't start drag to be famous I didn't start drag for money I started drag because I loved it and I got to do what I love and make money at the same time that. yeah yeah and and, and one thing that I will forever urge people to do is to follow the dreams. Like, mm-hmm. drag is is my dream, really. <laughs> I know yeah. it sounds really stupid, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's my way of performing and being on stage and doing everything I always wanted to do on my own terms, on my own boss. And, you know, I'm not working with venues, some venues that I work with pre-pandemic because, well, I didn't like the way they ran things or I didn't, we didn't hold the same beliefs anymore. It's got to the point where I'm like, I'm not going to work for somewhere that's not supporting and advocating, you know, simple things like Black Lives Matter. I, I, I'm going forward. I'm I'm putting my everything into this and everyone around me is going to be the same. <laughs> right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but like, you do want to match your values up with with the venues you work with. Just like, just like in any job, you won't work in a job where you knew they were somewhere down the line there was like having... Slave trade. Do you know what I mean? Things like well, that. Well, <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> but but yeah. But I do mean, you know like, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. But then I also think doing this other fucking job has has made me realise. You know. Anyway, we're going mad here, but it's, <laughs> I'm in a privileged position to be able to do that. Yeah. And I think now more than ever, I I understand that, and it's to say it's humbled me. I'm so honoured and I hate the word because I'm not religious at all abolish religion um blessed why are you laughing because I said abolish religion <laughs> this, this podcast is all over the shop but I love it I'm just getting everything off my chest I've yeah. had such a positive week I've had a week of things I always dreamed of doing this week mm-hmm. side by side with with a job that I'm being treated like shit like it's like on one hand I'm living a dream and on the other hand I'm living most people's reality and it's a very conflicting position to be in because right. I know that I'm a lucky person in terms of I can go back to doing what I- my dream is which is to perform and getting money to perform it-, it it doesn't feel like a job yeah so it's just given me a whole new respect for a lot of the people that come see my show is what I'm trying to say in a really messy way and Whoever's editing this week is going to kill me, whether it's you or Sam. <laughs> so, listen, I'm, the main takeaway is I'm feeling grateful this week and I just urge anyone listening to this to follow your dreams and things are scary, but but do it because you will be happier following your dreams, whatever that fucking dream is. And if it's, if it's a dream of yours, do it. I mean, I know I said it kind of last week, but it's the same with you. Yeah. You... You are DJing and doing things, you know, that you only dreamed of doing. Not saying it's your be all and end all, Mm -hmm. but I think it gives you another perspective on life. Am I wrong? Oh, of course it does. Because you've done the same. You've gone from DJing. How has it affected you and your mental health? Or or do you not think it has? Have you dealt with it differently? Um, I think because I got a job straight away. 
and they actually do treat me quite well and it is although it is it is just a call center basically but they do treat the staff really well and the company that i work for are in like this is dead nerdy but they are in the top 25 big companies to work for so they do treat the staff right. really well so i've not had that same experience yeah. where i've actually gone into a role and the track staff fairly and everybody's really nice and they do they, they always do like well-being checks and make sure everybody's mental health's good and right. they do do that we get none of that exactly so you and i'll probably get in trouble for talking about it because we probably have some kind of thing saying we can't talk about this publicly but at the same time like what I'm seeing is isn't right. Yeah. So what am I gonna do? Exactly. You not could go say to, anything. You could go to Citizens Advice. I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna be one of them fucking Karens who, you know, I've asked for holiday for three weeks and you've ignored it and offered me unpaid leave and you're still ignoring me. Like, could go watchdog. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't want to implicate myself into any <laughs> shit, but what I'm saying is. Things in this country need to fucking change. Why is the fucking billionaires on one side of the coin and people struggling to make ends meet on the other? Yeah. And it seems to be the people who, who are in the lowest paid, lowest skilled areas are getting trapped the worst. And it's wrong. I agree. Anyway, it's been a good week. Good, I'm glad. So I'm in a very <laughs> conflicted space. Shall we move on with the show? Let's move on with the show. The Gossip Gaze. So some news of... Um... Well, a round of applause, actually, for... Um, round of applause? Becky Hill. Seal of approval. Um, we all know Becky Hill. She was on The Voice, and now she's she's not even got an album People out. People might not know Becky Hill, because let's be honest, she's probably the biggest thing from The Voice that's ever happened, and she's still quite like club music underground. Yeah, so she didn't actually win The Voice. She was just on it, weirdly. She's got a great cracking voice, though, which she... is cracking for like her vocal house track. She did she that. Does... Take a moment for yourself. Ding, 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 ding. Woo! She did Wish You Well. She's done What's loads that? of tracks. I wish you well. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll leave it to Becky Hill. But someone tweeted her this week. And weirdly, the person who tweeted her, I know from Manchester. Wow. So connections all over the shop here, guys. <laughs> we got an exclusive. <laughs> we know him. Um, but yeah, they tweeted her basically saying like, are you coming out yet, love? It's nearly Pride season and we're right. all waiting to welcome you. It was quite nice. It was tongue and cheek. It was. It, yeah, it was tongue and cheek. It was. Um, at Becky Hill, you come out yet, love. We're all waiting to welcome you. It's almost Pride season. And she responded saying, laughing, crying faces. Okay, here it goes. I'm not 100% on this, in brackets, still figuring myself out. But I think I am queer. I've definitely felt uncomfortable branding myself as straight or anything else for that matter, but queer seems to be the most fitting. That's nice. That's really nice. Part of me, though, is a bit like, should we be atting celebrities saying, come out, come on, we know, we know. Like, we've seen Jojo Siwa come out. No, yeah. She's not actually even said, I'm a lesbian, I'm bi, I'm pan. She's not given herself any other words, only gay. Yeah. Like, oh, am I gay? best gay auntie or something t-shirt and i think there's a there is a pressure from from queer audiences for queer stars to come out i mean look at we've got like we've still got the great mysteries alive do you know what i mean like cliff richards yeah and what's that other one he's never come out like but he lives with a partner of 50 years it's It's, not rog to it is it what's that i think rog to it yeah is it yeah he's out is he 
I don't know Please that. You've... Listen to us being like, can we, should we be urging celebrities <laughs> to come out and then sitting on our own podcast being like, he's, he's one of us. Yes, he's he's <laughs> oh, fudge packer. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're sat here debating it ourselves. I mean, it is only natural. But <laughs> I think, do, do, do stars have a duty if, to come out if they're LGBTQ? Do you think they've got a duty to do that? Do you think they should in this day and age? For me, yes. Just because I want as many LGBTQ plus I people in the spotlight, out loud, proud, not scared of their identity and just be like, look, this is who I am. And bringing up the community with them and not normalising in quotations, mm-hmm. normalising it. I want, I want like Lady Leisha to come out as pan like she has done because it's, we don't, we don't hear people coming out as pansexual often. We mm-hmm. don't hear people coming out as queer I often. Hear like Becky Hill, it's either, oh, I'm bi. They say bi normally to begin with, which is absolutely fine. But then people... I think a lot of people, when they're exploring themselves, do use that. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes there is a bit of biphobia that, that goes hand in yes. hand within some people within the queer community where they're like, oh, the bi now, the be gay in a minute. Like, yeah. Bi people exist. Yeah. I think it's important when people come out Maybe it's just important when people come out, they come out when they're ready and when they fully know who they are and what they're about so that when they come out, they can be the best version of themselves. I think, sorry, just on the back of this, it, people can come out more than once as well, as we've seen with, um, is it Gigi Gorgeous? Mm-hmm. Is that a name? I YouTube star. Gigi Good? No, Gigi Good's the drag oh. queen. Is it Gigi Gorgeous? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so she's come out like four times. First of all, obviously she came out as day and then trans and then pan and then she's come out of all these different things, which I think's fab. Like you can, you can, it's like she's still exploring her identity. And like I've spoken about on here, like it's not something I speak about loads, but I felt when I listened back the other week and I got a bit emotional and I was like, well, I suppose if I look at myself, I feel more non-binary than, than binary. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I suppose in a way that was because I've never said that publicly. Yeah, so that was. I, I changed my pronouns ages ago. I just changed it to they, them, and didn't make, say anything about it. Like, yeah. I still find he, she, they, or them all fine. Mm-hmm. I just think if I genuinely look into what gender is and the spectrum and where I am and where I fit, and if I really unpick my experience in life and where I see myself and, you know, loads of little things. Like when I grew up, I always want, you know, wanted to be the female parts in the musicals or the female Mm -hmm. parts in this. And I've never really identified as masculine, male, female but then i'm not female i'm not trans i'm not trying to say you know that's not my journey or you know i think the world is so complex and the people and the humans in it are so complex and the more we learn and grow and the more we learn and grow and find things out about ourselves it's okay for us to go on that journey I i think it's nice that she's come out and said i'm queer i just don't know if i like that it was urged by the fans but I mean, I'm just being nitpicky on a subject. It's It was said feel, with love. Yeah, and I also feel like she didn't have to reply to that. No. She could have just ignored it, which um, which obviously she took that moment to do it, So, which I, I think is fab. And also, you like the term queer for yourself. I much prefer queer because yeah. as well, that means I don't really have to then open up the non-binary stuff and I don't yeah. have to... I, I just like to say I'm queer because I am queer and I feel like queer really identifies me as a person, kind of my gender, my sexual identity, every, my lifestyle. Huh. 
She's a lifestyle queer. Hey, <laughs> my lifestyle's queer. Okay, it's just that. It just doesn't fit in with the heteronormative lifestyle. Everything yeah. about it is queer. I'm lying on a bed in a two-piece for law, matching. Um, <laughs> what would you call that? Tropical print. Yeah, cowards living my best queer life. So yeah. Oh and well. Big up to anyone that's being their true authentic self well yes and we've got becky hill on board as well so becky hill we will see her at the pride events hopefully oh that she only said it so she's at the pride (laughs) that's what the gays will be saying next (laughs) love you becky the gossip gays ron so we wanted to cover this story this week very, very sensitive subject this week. Um, so trigger warning ahead of this chat. Um, we are going to be chatting about eating disorders and things around eating disorders. So as a lot of you will have seen in the news, we lost this week an incredible talent. I don't care what people say. Mm-hmm. But she was an OG reality star, big part of me growing up, and a lot, big part of a lot of people's growing up. Big Brother star um, Nikki Graham passed away this week. Very sad indeed. After a really long, hard battle with anorexia nervosa, mm-hmm. we knew that when she went on Big Brother. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah, there so, was a lot of things out in the time about yeah. Nikki. I remember that time though. That period, it was everywhere. When I was younger, like there was loads of stories on um on anorexia and there was loads of documentaries on it and then for me it felt like all of that all of that attention if you will on that subject kind of went away and shifted i think on the back of the 90s supermodel yeah and this pressure from the media for especially females to be thin yeah and thinner and size zero and all the models were size zero do you remember yeah it was just industry standard i think things have changed and i think i think the same with um poc representation people seem to think oh we've we've ticked the box off there's a chubby person on there oh we've ticked the box off we've got a person of color on there and it doesn't actually make things go away and it, it doesn't actually it doesn't actually do anything yeah like, yes it's great we do need them those people in positions of power and in positions of being seen, but it doesn't change the actual issues. I've done a little digging this week, and one study of people hospitalised for an eating disorder found that 97% had at least one co-occurring mental health disorder, with 94% suffering from mood disorders like major depression. Wow. So it kind of goes hand in hand with depression. And it did make me think when I knew I wanted to speak about this this week. And I mean, I even I knew we were speaking about this week and couldn't help but start today's show with, oh, I've lost two stone. Off. And we obsess over our weight. And I think, yeah, we do. I think actually, are we doing the right thing? Chatting about that so much on the podcast. On one hand, it is what we naturally chat about as two bezies. Yeah. And, and it is an issue that we've both struggled with. I wouldn't say I've personally struggled with an eating disorder. Yeah, no. Um, just want to say that. I'm not trying to say I have, but I definitely obsess with my weight. And then am I doing the right thing by then coming on a podcast that we know we have thousands of people listen to that that I then talk about that on there? It's kind of this is this this death has made me question am I doing the right thing? And I even questioned myself this week about it. 
and then start at the top of the show off doing it. Yeah. It's like I can't help it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What What do you think is what I'm, is kind of what I'm asking? Think on what you've just said or the, or, yeah, like, or on, the Nikki thing? No, well, on the, on the broader thing of are we doing the right thing? I think, like you said, as as best friends we do naturally talk about that and that does resonate with a lot of the listeners who also feel the same that we do we wouldn't like we would never say we've got eating disorders but we do obsess about our weight agreed um and i know a lot of listeners have got in touch with us who also do the same i think do you think there's a bigger problem in the queer community as well because a lot of statistics out there are in my research this week have been about women yeah being about females not a lot about queer people maybe they've not done the studies i mean there's surely they must have done somewhere loads of stuff like there's facts i can throw and throw into this conversation things like 1.6 million people suffer from an eating disorder in the uk 1.6 million 10 percent of them suffer from anorexia nervosa 40 percent suffer from bulimia 50 percent suffer from a binge eating disorder Eating disorders often thought about only affecting women and particularly teenage girls, but men can be affected by them too, something that we all know. Do you know, as well, when it's just brought a memory back, like when I used to watch these anorexia documentaries years ago, the, uh, they did do one that was on men, and strangely enough, it was gay men who seemed to fall into that category a bit more, which is a little bit strange, and I'm not sure why. Well... There's a big thing about men talking about mental health and queer men speaking about mental health. The facts are only one in ten men with an eating disorder actually receive treatment for it. Wow, as if. Yeah. I think the bigger thing is what we can remember Nikki for is the fun, but also this sad, sad loss means I want to reach out to people. And, you know, you might be listening to this and and feel you need help, you might be listening to this and think somebody else might need help. I think what we need to do is think about how we can help loved ones with eating disorders. And there's a very quick guide that I found online, and we'll share it this week on our stories and our socials. But, I mean, I feel lucky there isn't anyone in my immediate life that I'm worried about right now. But I think doing this research and remembering this this week will make me think in future about things. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. One thing I wanted to do is kind of remember the positives that Nikki brought to us. I know this sounds really mad. Like, obviously, we don't know her, but with any star, and especially with someone growing up, yeah, you, you definitely feel like, feel like you do. Yeah, you feel like you know them. You went on that journey with them because you saw them go in as a civilian, yeah, like just just one just of your us. average person who then became this big star, and you was on that process with them. So that's why you feel like you know them. And I think she was literally one of the first ever reality stars with iconic quotable moments who is yeah. she yeah uh you know just she had so many quotable moments she mm-hmm. was literally one of the first viral meme stars i was about to say she was a meme before memes were a thing like yeah people used to quote her in the playground at school mm-hmm. like she was a meme before memes were a thing yeah so that's, and i yeah. think she paved the way for for great stars of today and i feel like we won't get reality stars like that because that was when reality tv first started and we didn't know what it was going to be and it was and neither did they get into it exactly and now it's a bit more i feel like i feel like the gen z's these days don't get reality stars like we used to get them and i don't think they're that interested in them i think there's something said for people who are famous for a talent 
And I think that's why things like drag race and things are taking off and them kind of people are becoming more stars again. Like back in the day, it used to be rock stars and pop stars were famous. Yeah. And that's who we wanted to, to know about. Nowadays, it's some mad family who all pretend that they don't have surgery and set unideal, <laughs> unrealistic beauty standards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I think it, it will go back to people being famous for talent, and I hope yeah. so. I think it will, but then I'm sure eventually it'll come back round again where it's normal people getting famous for nothing. Yeah. As it does. But listen, we just want to say, if you've been affected by anything that we've been chatting about today, there is a helpline for BEAT, which is Beat and Eating Disorders, um... Dot UK uh, and their helpline is 0345 634 1414. You can also email them at help at b eat.co.uk and that's beat.co.uk, which is where I've got a lot of today's resources from. So thank you very much to them. The Gossip Gaze. Oh, God, we've had, we've had, a, that, that was a sigh from both of us then. I mean, we've been up and down today. We've had highs, we've had lows, we've give you it we've all. We've gone through the motions and we've also fitted an interview in with Girl Podcast in the yeah. middle of it all, which was a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Um, I don't um, know when that's out, but we will keep you updated. We'll keep you updated. We're going to yeah. share them. We defo, as we said earlier, game for more podcast crossovers. We've been saying it for ages, but mm-hmm. now we can finally actually start meeting people. You know what? We can put these into fruition. We, we kind of want to just be honest with you guys. We want high quality audio for you all. Yeah. We don't want to be listening to people. And that's the tay. Recording from Zoom. We don't. So, We're so. Not, and we, the one thing we love, with there's so many great podcasts where the hosts are great and, you know, and we've been on them and things, but we... When you listen back and you just hear the quality of shit, I'm like, get out me, yeah, yeah. I don't want tinnitus. I want an ad- I want a good time, yeah. and that's the tea. That's the real tea. Yeah. On the back of that, we've still got our competition. We've not mentioned it for a few weeks. It's kind of we're in the last legs of it. It's not a massive competition, but if you want to win two VIP meet and greet tickets, these are worth a hundred pound. They're sold out. You can't get them anywhere else. Yeah. It's Only a glitter here. bomb in the park. Mm-hmm. Who's on the lineup, Bill? We've got bag of chips. We've got Bimini Bamboulash. We've got Lawrence Chainet. We've got something wrong. We've got Danny Beard as well. Loads of local girls on there as well, which is absolutely fabulous. We've got like Amanda Bang. We have Love got Amanda Bang. Um, Crystal Kylie on show. There. We've got um, Felix Lafreak. Love her. Um, and that is on Friday, the 25th of June. So get that in your calendars. It's in Maidstone. It's in Kent. It's down south. It's a big one day LGBTQ festival. Competition closes on the 26th of April at 9am. Which is... Um, a week today if you're listening on Monday, guys. Yeah, if you're listening on Drop Day, it's a week today. Head on over to our Instagram. All you've got to do is follow at Gossip Gaze Pod and at Glitter Bomb on Instagram. Tag as many friends as you want to take with you and don't blame us when you win and you can only take one. So head over to our socials. It's at Gossip Gaze Pod. That's on all the social medias. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, rate us because it helps us. Yes, and don't forget to leave us reviews. We'll do some more review of the weeks coming up next week. Best review from this week yeah we're gonna do something for the best review don't know what we're gonna fucking do but we're gonna follow you on instagram and we're gonna turn up at your house and we're gonna record in your living room brill yeah see you then something like that yeah the gossip gaze hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 